Kaya959. Yes, he's yeah. in the house with us. <laughs> Josh, make welcome to the World Show. Thank you so much, Nikki. And that one, Akabatwa. Akabatwa. Before I speak about you, that one is off your last album, Josh. The last album, the it's, one before the latest one. Yes, <laughs> the one and that wasn't so long ago. Yeah, it was a year ago. A year ago, <laughs> yes. Yeah. Wow, and you know, I haven't even had you on the show for that album. Yeah. So, <laughs> but the album is called Another Level. Of course, masterful bass player and more. Josh Mick is with us. And I said, let's play a track off the last album. Oh, yeah. But now that last album, Another Level, Jock, mm-hmm. uh, Josh was was kind of like a fusion album. It had some deeply rooted African sounds, mm-hmm. but also like some hardcore bass grooves, mm-hmm. um, as well as some jazz elements. Exactly. Yes. Uh, the, the story behind that was, um, um, that's why it's called Another Level, because I was taking my whole music experience to another level. The, the albums before, I was kind of like holding back. You know, when you create a concept and you're like, this album is talking about time, so you, you keep it, really simple but for another level I was just going in there hectic everything people had to know who Josh is so that's why that album has a lot of like technical stuff on the bass and then deep jazz but at the same time it has this African vibe going on you know I fused it with a lot of Zimbabwean traditional rhythms like Mande Katekwe fused it with a bit of funk and it was amazing it's a beautiful album yeah it's a very actually you know the way I describe another level that album is it's actually hip oh yeah yeah yeah. (laughs) and it's very hip album yeah thank you yes Mm -hmm. but you know this uh and I think, I don't even know where to begin, mm. but basically you come from Zimbabwe. Tell us a little bit about where you grew up mm-hmm. and uh, how you started playing. All right. Yeah, I was born in a, in a, in a township called Chitungwiza. So uh, Chitungwiza was, is a township that, that's like uh, 20 kilometers out of the main city. No, and a lot of musicians come from that city. So uh, we were, when we used to grow up, my dad was a musician. He had guitars, but he did not want me to touch his guitars at all because yes. I was still young. So I used to like um, go into his room when he goes to work and then I teach myself and then get out before he comes <laughs> from work. So he only realized that I could play something when I was six years old and I was presenting something at church. On guitar, and he suddenly discovered his son was playing. So so then, from that time, he then allowed me to play. So we had a lot of influences, whereby you know it's a township, it's ghetto. So you play with the other kids out there, but I never used to do that. I was always on the guitar, less less playing with the other kids and more on the guitar. So that kind of really uh, built my skills. But I fell in love with the bass because when I started learning, my fingers were little. Yes. So I couldn't play chords. And when I hold the guitar, I would hold it left hand. So the bass strings were on the bottom. Yes. So then my fingers could only reach the bass. So I learned a lot of bass like that. That's how I became a oh, bass that's player. that's interesting so because I, you're lefty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I learned the bass on an acoustic guitar, but using the four bass strings on an acoustic guitar. Amazing, amazing. (laughs) And at what point did you actually pick up the actual bass guitar? Uh, I I was nine years um, at church. You know, at church, when I played first at church, I was six years, but I played on the lead guitar. Yes. Playing bass notes. 
then uh, when I was nine years, I was a little grown, so my fingers could handle it. So I then went to church practice. Then I picked up the bass and I started learning. And I was like, oh, blisters, because the strings were now thicker yes. and a bit more harder. Yes. So I had to really, it was like I'm starting all, all over again. Yes. So I started learning on the, on the four string bass at church and then just continue the rest like is that. history yeah but now you've also so now josh make has become known as this bass guitarist this mm. great bass guitarist but you still dabble in 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 guitar mm. Mm. you know it's uh, uh, i think mostly you're known for bass mm-hmm. but you still have this love for guitar am i right yes yes, yes. definitely yes uh, so what happened was um when i was in high school now I was still just doing bass. So I, I I went to school where they had a very strong jazz band, right? So when I arrived there, they had no lead guitarist, but they had three bass players. <laughs> so I, I was like, okay, so you know what? Let me let me start learning the guitar. Yes. Then I started teaching myself chords, how to hold chords. You know, most of the stuff that I play, it's self-taught. Yes. So from then I fell in love with the guitar as well because it was like something new for me since I was so much used to playing bass. Yes. You know. So in in, in that college that's when I also learned how to play keyboards because uh, it was more I think it was a more experimental stage in my life where I was experimenting with different things but then the guitar took precedence instead of the keyboards. That's how I got to play the guitar as well. Yeah, the so then I just well. developed the skill you know, as time went on. But, you know, you speak about starting on the guitar, playing bass, mm-hmm. but coming from Zim, and especially, I'm sure, with your dad being a guitarist as well, mm-hmm. um, you come from, uh, can I say, a line of great guitarists, mm-hmm. you mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. Um, surely, uh, so what What inspired, you know, who inspired you at that time? Right. Uh, my dad was one of the biggest inspiration. Name but, name but, your dad. Oh his name was is late now. His name was Samuel. Samuel Mack. He was ne- he was not popular but he used to play in church. Yes. Was a church player. But then the person that really pushed me hard was my brother. His name is Daniel. Uh Daniel was a was already a session musician when I was a little boy. So he's the one who really pushed me. And when I started getting jobs because I started playing professionally as a gospel uh bass player uh, when I was only around 12 years old, you know. So he's the guy who then linked me up with different musicians. Say, hey, you know what, my, my young brother plays bass. You should try him, you should try him. So he used to hook me up with a lot of jobs, you know. Yeah, different but, kinds, different styles of music. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So that's how I got into the, the music industry. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, since then, Josh has worked with so many other people. But I think let's talk about it after this track. I'm going to play a track of your new album. Mm-hmm. Is it Na- Naka? Naka Yemusha. Naka Yemusha. I wanted mm-hmm. to get the pronunciation right. Exactly. And in fact, this album's got a long story behind it. Mm-hmm. But let's start with this track, Mbuya Maduva. Mm-hmm. Uh, tell me about this track. Okay, so Mbuya Maduva is a, is a track that is talking about an old lady, an old granny who had a good heart stayed in a community so she used to to take care of a lot of orphans she never turned away any kid who knocked at her door so this track i wrote it as a as an encouragement to people to be philanthropic you know because if an old lady who lived in a village could do it how how much more a businessman how much more someone who's working how much more someone who owns uh an estate or you know 
um, businesses. So yeah. this is more like a metaphor to say Buya uh, Maduve um, was a great example of philanthropy. Why can't we do the same? Yes. yes. No yeah. matter how little you have, we can still share. Exactly. We can still support each other. Exactly. Josh Mick on the World Show. Uh, of course, I'm Nikki B. And his new album is called Anaka Yamusha. Check it out right now. Kaya. Kaya. 959. The best in African music, African music. on the World Show with Nikki B. Yes. Awesome. Yes, yeah. Kaya959 mm. With me is Josh Mack The track Mboya Maduva The album Naka Yemusha mm. Just been released Yeah, I mean yeah. just in that song alone Josh mm-hmm. There is such a, What can I say And it's like you're paying tribute mm-hmm. to the music of Zimbabwe, not just the guitar work, the Mpira, mm-hmm. the, the, the Tuku music, the mm-hmm. Chimorenga music, exactly. the, the Rumba music. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, that song, uh, like Nakayemusha, the album means um, uh, uh, national heritage. So I took different elements of our traditional um, rhythms to fuse them into that album. So this particular song was mainly focusing on Thomas Mapfumo and Chiwoniso. Yes. You know, because those are the artists that played the Lorombia yes. in that kind of Chimurenga vibe. Yes. You know. Yes. So I, I I I was I wanted to create a song that pays tribute to them uh, and uh you know brings that 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 Chimurenga Zimbabwean traditional uh, spirit to the song. So hence uh, <laughs> I was also I was also hearing, and I don't know if it's subliminal or not. Mm-hmm. Stella Chiwesha. Yes. In fact, when hearing that song, I'm thinking it's been so long I played Stella Chiwesha. And yeah. even when you were telling me that your fingers were bleeding when you started playing bass, mm-hmm. I remembered reading about her and her learning the mbira mm-hmm. and how her fingers would bleed, but oh. she couldn't stop. Oh yeah. yes, oh yeah. So, you, you can't even feel the pain when you're in the zone. Yes. You know, you keep going. <laughs> yes, you keep going. Yes. Yeah, I, I, I guess it's also a, a, a matter of uh, if you are into it so much, you don't feel the pain. Yes. And also, they, I think there is a certain spirit that we also don't understand that carries you to keep going and keep going and discovering new things and just blending in different sounds as you grow in the music. In the music industry or in in your music journey you know yeah. so i think for me um this album was um it, it i think i poured my soul my zimbabwean soul into it because if you listen to all the songs they have everything they have gt which is big in them they have chimurenga they have katekwe it has Monday in it but all enveloped under a josh mac uh music brand Yes, yeah. it's mm-hmm. almost like you're acknowledging those different styles exactly. that have come before and uh, presenting it in a way that's contemporary because exactly. Josh makes sound is hip and contemporary. As oh, I say. yeah, it's fancy, <laughs> it's hip. I like hip. <laughs> I like hip. Yes. Yeah. Now, you know, talking about that, you tell us some of the people you've worked with. I was away uh, yesterday in East London. Louis mm. performed, Louis oh, Klanga. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was saying you've played with him. Oh, yeah. You've played on the last Mahuba album. Yes. You've worked with Steve before. Oh, yeah. uh, many guy. years, yes. Of course. Um, 
you know, you've worked. Tell us some more of the artists that you've worked with. Yeah, uh, the late Chiwoni Somarairi. I worked with her quite uh, for a long time. We toured the world together. I uh, did my stint with also Oliver Mtukudzi, a bit of some different projects. And then um, Victor Kunonga from Zimbabwe. You know, all those guys I played bass on, their, on his album. Uh, who else? My God, Mike Del Ferro. Mike yes. Del Ferro is uh, is comes all the way from Netherlands. He's a very mean pianist. He worked with Mbuso Koza on oh, that beautiful oh, project. Oh, oh yes. yeah, oh yeah, yes. Mike Del Ferro. He's amazing. Yes, I worked with him. And then in uh, in South Africa, I I work. I also worked with um, Tandiswa, Mazwai, um, and um, uh, who else? Kunle and Kunle, yes, yes. Kunle, Kunle, and and Ayo Solanke as well. So yes. yeah, the list, the list is endless. <laughs> yes, I know that's why I wanted because I always said Josh has played with everyone, uh, so I wanted people to hear a bit of you. Oh yeah, you worked with. <laughs> awesome, yes, and awesome. always so, and I mean you are in and out. Eh? You, mm-hmm. this is like your second home. Mm. You're always in and out. When people ask me where are you based, I'm always like I'm in and I'm in between Zimbabwe and South Africa. Yeah, <laughs> so. <laughs> Africa is like my second home. Um, I stayed here for two years, met a lot of musicians and collaborated with a lot of musicians. And I had a band here, you know, just before COVID. Yes. Uh, so now it's like I have, it's South Africa, Joe Beck especially is my second home. When I come here, I feel at home. Yes. The people are so welcoming and the music creativity here, oh my God, is yes. also amazing. So I love it here. I really yes. love it. Yeah. And in fact, talk about being here. You actually performing this coming weekend. Yes, yes. Well, I'm going to be performing at the Folklore Festival uh, on the 16th of September. Uh, it's happening at the National School of Arts in yeah. Bramfontein. That's right. Yeah. Yes. And it's going to be amazing. It's a family-friendly um Very family-friendly. And it really, the, the, the values, they really resonate with my value because uh, folklore is more focused on the African heritage uh, of different cultures as well. So if you look at the festival, we have also artists coming from Kenya, you know, there's me from Zimbabwe, and then we've got uh, artists from South Africa, Shoma, Jozi, Obaba, Vusa, Vusima, Shasela. I think it's 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 a perfect mixed port. Yes, and Longiswa were the ancient voices yes. playing the the bows um, and the mbiras as well. Exactly, yes. and Pilani. And Pilani, of course, she yeah. was with us a couple of weeks ago. Of course. So I think uh, it's going to be a, a, a very good event and a very friendly event to, to attend. And I can see all the artists from what I've been seeing on social media, they are promising fireworks. Yes. <laughs> They're saying we are bringing it down. Yes. So uh, there's going to be a lot of... Um, uh, great uh, music that really uh, uh, reflects our African, different African heritage and it's also happening on um, what do you call this? African Heritage Month? Heritage Month, yeah. Exactly. Heritage so Month, it's, yes. it's, it's perfect. Absolutely. It's perfect. You know, I look forward to seeing your set and especially are you going to be performing work off this new album? Because this for me, this album is truly you honoring mm-hmm. your musical roots, if exactly. I can say it that way. Yes, we are. My set is going to be more of the new album. And yeah, I'm going to mix it a little bit with also the, the album before, but it's mainly going to be the new album. Yes. Uh, because because of, the, of the, the values that are 
uh, um, the values of the festival. Yes. You know, we need to, to this really album push the African fits, heritage. Yeah, and it. this album fits because when I look at this album, Naka and Yamusha, mm-hmm. it's, it is a tribute album. It's, it is a tribute it, album. It's an album that extends the legacy. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm, exactly. it's honoring what came before and you're taking it the next step the of next, the way. Exactly. Yes. And it won an award, eh? A Zima Award, a Zimbabwe Music Awards. Congrats. For the best jazz album. I know, brilliant, oh, Josh. Oh, yeah. It, it, brilliant, it, it, brilliant. It Thank you for reminding me about that. <laughs> brilliant. Yeah, it summed it up. So I was really, really, really grateful uh, for, for to be honored in that way. It, it really showed me that, you know, the industry... They they recognize the work that we do, and even the concept behind it. When I started, when I sat down and said, "I want to write an album that really acknowledges uh, our different cultures in Zimbabwe," it it was more like a dream when I was holding, you know, that gong. Yes. I was like, "Wow!" You start to have this whole um, thoughts about how you started writing each song yes. and uh, the story behind every song. It was just amazing. Yes, you yeah. are a big step in the extending of the legacy there will be those after you that say this one I want to honor Josh Mack with it oh yeah yeah, definitely definitely (laughs) definitely let's hear another track Hoyo Moana tell me about this track so uh, this track is more if you listen to the rhythms it's 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 a tribute to Oliver Mtukudzi it has that Tuku vibe yes that Katekwe Tuku vibe, and and the song is talking about um, a, a, a rebellious kid who who used to steal sweets when he was young, but when he was growing older, he used to steal different things. So it's like a warning to the younger generation that do not underestimate your actions that you do when you are young, because you never know it might if if they are negative, they might grow with you. So always when you are young, do the right thing. Start from a young age. By the time you get older, it's in you. You don't have to be taught by anyone. And never mind stylistically you tributing mm-hmm. Tuku. Mm-hmm. Even the message, that's the kind of song mm-hmm. Tuku would have written. Exactly. That kind of message. Oh, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so you're not only tributing him with the with the rhythms and the melodies, mm-hmm. but even with the lyrical, the way you write a song. Amazing. We'll talk more about that on the other side. Josh Mick on the World Show, his new album, Naka Yamusha, coming up now, Hoyo Moana. Kaya. Kaya. 959. Sounds to uplift. Sounds to And inspire on the World Show with Nikki B. Kaya959. Yay! Awesome. Josh Make in the house, that one's off his new album, Naka Yamusha, mm-hmm. where he truly does pay homage to Zimbabwean sounds and to the greats mm-hmm. that have taken those different styles across the globe. Awesome. Thank you so much, I Josh. Thank, Thank you so for honoring all these people. You know, mm-hmm. you spoke about Chiwaniso, mm-hmm. and she was taken from us way too young. Way too young. Well, I mean, too she, early. she was like 40 or something mm-hmm. when, she, when she passed. Well, yeah. What was it like working with her? A beautiful soul. Yes. If I've ever worked with anyone with a beautiful soul, yes. that was Chiwaniso. Yes. She would make you feel comfortable. I remember the first time she called me to come for rehearsal. I arrived and everyone wasn't, the whole band wasn't there yet. Yes. So I arrived at a house and, and then she said, no, come in, come in, uh, gra- grab a drink. 
So she saw, she saw that I was nervous because she was a big brand, you know. Yes. So I was very, very nervous. And then she said, don't worry, Josh, calm down. The reason why I called you is I know you're good. Yes. So I know you're going to handle this just well. Yes. She, she had this, we called her, the, she had this word that she used to use that, mazi rudo. So rudo means love. Mazi is lots. Lots of Amazing. love. So every time where she was, she would like, Hi, Mazirudo. And yes. you would feel so good. Sharing the love. Yeah, she was the most And you toured the world with her. Oh, yeah, we did a lot. I'm sure you also learned a lot about about performing. Exactly. Internationally. That's where I learned a lot about performing internationally. Yes. And whenever I thought of one day performing internationally as Josh Mac, I always said, I want to perform just like we used to do with Chuaniso. She was my point of reference. Amazing. Yeah. There, amazing and there's artist. another way that you carry that legacy forward. Awesome. Thank you, Josh. Meg. Thank you so much. <laughs> now, I'm, we're so blessed because Josh came with his guitar. Oh, yeah. <laughs> do a little something for us, Josh. All right. So the, this song uh, that I'm going to play for you is called Chimwene Chimwe. It means everything has got its time. There's a time to be happy. There's time to be sad. There's time to, you know, run. There's a time to walk, crawl, and all that stuff. So the song is just talking about different times that we go through, you know. All right. So... Mukukura tije tamba ni wamwe Wani kwe itave kuchikoro Tota mba wone mabuku Varume takura tave majaya Tota ngangutamba ni mandara Chimwe ni chimwe chinenguwa ya chuhu We once young, but we have grown. Zvino takura isuwe. Zvino tave majaya, toita zve majaya. Mame majaya, toita zve majaya. Mangwana ndiri bamba, ndoita zve ubamba. That's how we grow, time always moves. Mm. Chimwene <laughs> We were once young, but we have grown. 
That's how we grow, time always moves. Beautiful. <laughs> Sorry, I took a moment there because I had to video that. Yes, Josh Mick. Spreading love. You see, I told you you continue that legacy oh, of spreading so. love through sound. Oh, Absolutely beautiful. I'm happy to know. And you know, even when I listen to you playing the guitar, there's there's moments where it's almost like transcribing an ambira. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> the, the Zimbabwean style, like the, the the Zimbabwean style of playing acoustic guitar is actually derived from trans- transcribing the ambira. So yes. you've got to have the melody and the rhythm and the bass at the same time. Yes, yeah. beautiful. Oh, amazing. Absolutely. Uh, I feel so blessed. Thank you, Josh Meg. You're welcome. Yes. <laughs> You're welcome. yes. So, Josh, um, with this album, mm-hmm. uh, in fact, let's talk about the next song because we're going to run out of time if we don't, mm-hmm. and I want to play a few more. This mm-hmm. one's uh, Vara Radza. Yes. So, <laughs> this one is talking, is, is, is talking about um, a father, father figure. But who who goes to a Josh Mac concert, right? Yes. And then he he comes back home a little bit drunk. So he gets to the house and then he wakes up the whole family and he says, "Wake up, wake up! I want to tell you what I saw today. I saw this guy called Josh Mac. He was so good. I danced like I've never done before in my life." So he's just explaining to his kids how good Josh Mac is. So you're gonna hear uh, the name Josh Mac in the yes. song somewhere. <laughs> this is the song that yes. tributes you. Yes. Thank you. Yes. More and more musicians should actually take a moment to uh, remember to tribute themselves. Yes. Josh Make <laughs> on the World Show, the new album Naka Yemusha yeah. is mm-hmm. available on all digital platforms. Yes, yes. Is, is available and you've got to come and see Josh perform because that is something special as well. Awesome. Yeah. Yes, coming up now. Brand new sounds. First heard on the World Show with Nikki B. Yes, uh, yes. <laughs> Music to uplift. That mm-hmm. is for sure. That that's always Josh Mick, actually. Oh, Even yeah. when you play with other people, mm-hmm. those moments that just, you know, uh, you just spread the love. That's all I can say. Thank you. <laughs> Keep spreading the love, uh, Josh. Thank you so much, Nikki. But I wanted to know. Mm-hmm. Each and every song of yours, mm-hmm. even though you're an instrumentalist, if I call it, mm-hmm. and you're known as that, and you work as a session musician with all these different people and so forth, mm-hmm. but do the lyrics come or the melodies first? So, this is what happens. The melody comes first. So, usually, because we're living in the digital world, I have every phone has a recorder. So, usually, melodies come when I'm walking. So, I hear the melody in my head and then record it on my phone. 
right? So when I get home, I then listen to the melody and try to feel, okay, wh- what was I feeling at that time? Was I sad? Was I happy? And then I try to look for lyrics that go hand in hand with that melody. Yes. That's how I write my songs. So it's always the melody first. Lyrics. And then the the melody tells you what the song wants exactly. you to what, what what the song wants you to speak if exactly. you like exactly. But I mean, and I touched on it when when you referenced Oliver there, mm-hmm. um, that there is this the importance of 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 what can I say acknowledging the role you can play mm-hmm. the, uh, that as a musician in spreading messages mm-hmm. in representing and reflecting. Um, your community, your people, your country, your continent. Mm, you know, music, I think music is a language. They say you, music is a universal language, but I think it goes beyond that as well. If, if in a community of people that speak the same language, if I want to relay a message, if I get a loudspeaker and talk, no one is, is going to listen. But if I put it into a melody and sing it, People will listen. People will like the melody first. And then they'll be like, but what is he singing about? And I've had people, there's a time when I performed a song um, in Arare. And this guy came and gave me 20 US dollars after the show. And he was crying. And he said, do you know that the song that you played resonated with how I was brought up? You know, he, he grew up in a very difficult time. And that song reflected that. So imagine if... But music, he wasn't Zimbabwean, you're saying. No, no, he was. Oh, he was, he yes. Hear. But then if I could communicate to somebody and touch their soul like that through music, then I can... Music is a language. So I think music in a, plays a very pivotal role from a community level to a global uh, kind level. I mean, for, for example, I don't know what Salif Keita is singing about. When I listen to his music, but I've got so many songs that when I listen to, I can feel. I don't just like the rhythm; I can feel the soul in the song. You that, know what the song's about, even if you don't understand the language. If I don't understand the language. Yes. You know, yesterday we we played on Friday. We played at the Dopio Zero. There were and we had people from different countries there because there was a conference happening in South Africa. Yes. And I played this song entitled "Chigevenga." And all these guys got up and they, they just started grooving. Then after the show, I met this lady from Brazil who was part of that crew. Yes. And she came to me and said, there's a song that you played. It touched me. I, 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 felt, I didn't know what you were saying, but I felt, I felt something. It's, it's a universal language. Yes. Yeah. And there you go. You tell me what the song's about and it's almost like... Yeah, I knew it, even if I didn't know it. Oh, wow. Yes. Oh, yeah. That's, that's music. Yes. That's music. I think the inspiration when it comes, it comes together with, with the rhythm as Absolutely. well. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Josh, thank you so, so, so much. Well, and uh, please come and see Josh's, Josh's performance. It's going to be fantastic. Yes. This coming Saturday, the 16th, mm-hmm. at the National School of the Arts, mm-hmm. the Folklore Festival. Bring the children, bring your friends, bring the granny, bring everyone. Everybody. It's yeah. a family-friendly festival. It's a family-friendly festival. And even more importantly, It celebrates African music. Exactly. Thank you, Josh, for this beautiful album. We're going to end with this track, Hunjigire. 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 Yes. (laughs) I'll have to repeat it a few more times. What is it about, Josh? All right, so Hunjigire is about... uh, uh, Okay, so 
it's mainly about corruption. So I'm singing against corruption at all. You know, there's uh, corruption on different levels, on taxi driver level to, to government governmental level. level. Yes. So that's exactly what I'm singing against. That you know, we need to stop corruption. We so need to Hunchkire. stop corruption yeah. for a better world. So Wunjgire is a word that means someone wants to take it all for themselves. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us, Josh. Yeah. Make what a pleasure and an honor. Thank you so much. We're going to end this feature with uh, a track, another track. Uh, you say it again. Wunjgire. Wunjgire. I'm getting it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's off uh, Josh Mack's album, Naka Yamusha. And of course, George Maniosi is in next. I absolutely love the way he jazzes us up. Yeah, jazzing it up with George Maniosi. Some of the sweetest, most delicious mu- music ever. Stay with Kaya FM till uh, midnight and beyond. And of course, from me, Nikki B to you, whatever else you do this week, make sure you keep shining. Keep it Kaya. Sounds to uplift. Sounds to uplift. And inspire on the World Show with Nikki B.